Has anybody seen the stream? I'm going to keep coming back until I hear something about the stream. <laughs> this is Pet Sunday School, and to our listening ears, all angels sings and round us rings the music of the stream. Here we go. Thing. No, uh, brothers, sisters, siblings, and our friends at Elk the Magic. Uh, welcome to Pet Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly. We're slowly trying to calm down from our last episode. We record them back to back, you see. So <laughs> it's hard sometimes to clean the slate. Not like it's been three days. <laughs> but I believe here he is preaching the love, Pendula. It was funny after uh, after the last episode about the uh, New York Times and Uri Geller. We were still carrying on yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, we still. I'm still. Yeah, I'm still. So let's move on from that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and we should deal with this uh, right right here. Um, Turwilliger. I never can say his name right. Joe Turwilliger. 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 Many people. Yeah. And one of them being Randy Rich. Yeah. Uh, objected. To uh, Joe's uh, rosy picture of uh, of North Korea, right? He'd been there. I haven't. I don't know about it, and I'm not the kind of um, interviewer that is uh, is is qualified to go up against him. We will uh, maybe we'll have Joe on another time, and maybe we can set it up so we can uh, open for calls. Uh, someone wrote in. Um, what happened was uh, Reddy sent us the kindest. Example of this, um, but we should talk to uh, we should talk to North Korean survivors and give them give them a point of view other than the carefully curated uh, supposedly uh, middle class. I think we didn't. I think we didn't pull a Joe Rogan on him. I don't think we were like just. I I think we were we were taken aback. I think you can hear in that episode that we don't know how to approach some of the things he was saying as being good. It yeah. just seemed. Impossible. So we, we pushed back a little bit when we could, but yes, if we did not properly bring the truth to that episode, that, that is, uh, I feel bad and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know anything about North Korea. Right. You know, and uh, judging from how totally flipped out I was being in Beijing and uh, Cairo mm -hmm. and uh, Calcutta mm -hmm. in 2000, mm -hmm. uh, which are all, I believe, way above... North Korea, I would imagine if I went to North Korea, I'd be out of my fucking mind. Of course, they would also give me a carefully curated look at it as well. Right. And he was still a fascinating figure. How he ended up in your life was fascinating. How he ended up in Dennis Robin's life was fascinating. Yeah. And then by, by playing basketball with Dennis Robin out of charity, uh, Dennis Robin's charity, not yeah. his. Um, <laughs> he ends up going to North Korea. I mean, it is a fascinating, crazy yeah. story. Yeah, and I, I hope we presented that as this is a guy we're interested in. This is his point of view. Yeah. And we don't really have, uh, I mean, we should not have called this podcast, We Know Everything About North Korea. <laughs> we're going to change that, it back to Penn Sunday yeah. School. He doesn't always edit on the web as fast as we'd like. <laughs> <laughs> but we've done our best to do it. No, because I, I mean, the thing is, I, what I hate about the Joe Rogan thing is that it'll have someone say like a lot of bullshit for four hours and then at the very end go, well, make up your mind for yourselves. Goodbye. Yeah. And I don't like that. And so if you felt like we did that with Mr. Terwilliger, uh, who I love saying, then I do feel bad. Yeah. I don't think we did, but. There certainly did a little bit of that. Yeah. We gave someone 
a forum here yeah. to state an opinion that uh, many people disagree with. Right. So we certainly did the Joe Rogan thing a little bit. Right. There's no doubt about that. And uh, uh, But what we didn't do is the Howard Stern thing, and I think that a lot of people expect that from us, and we never do that on the show. Mm-hmm. What's that? Where we, we rail back at the person. Yeah. No, we don't. I don't think we've ever argued with our, any of our guests. No. I mean, we had Marianne Williamson on mm-hmm. and don't agree with really anything she has to say, but we didn't drill into her the whole time. And again, and that was the thing, again, it was fasting that we had a presidential candidate, an active presidential candidate in Reddy Rich's house. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if she'd have won, huh? <laughs> it is funny about that, how you have a vested interest then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start, anybody that's met any presidential candidate automatically oh. goes for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, again. I mean, with the exception of me and Donald Trump. <laughs> I may have been giving more false information. Uh-oh. Uh, Joseph writes, I can't say his last name, so I'll keep his privacy. Yeah. Um, since August of 2017, my wife and I have been planning to go to St. John's in Newfoundland in April 2024 to witness the eclipse. Much of this has to do with listening to BSS to, and to the great time you had there over the past several years. We recently started taking action to actually book the trip. In coordinating with a travel agent, we learned that April is not tourist season in Newfoundland. And much, if not all, of the island is still mostly covered with snow and ice. Our travel agent was unable to find many hotels that were even open during the dates for our trip. And some of the other activities we're hoping to participate in are not recommended this time of year. Puffin Boat Ride. Just thought you might want to know, even if just to inform others like me that may have been planning on experiencing Eclipse with you. And uh, Reddy, of course, answered, uh, you've never met. Emily Zoltan Gillette. And it's true <laughs> that my wife could not only get the pu- get the puffin boat to go out, yeah. she'd get the puffins to go back to the island. <laughs> um, I must confess that I'm probably not going to go to Newfoundland for the eclipse. I'm probably going to go to uh, Prince Edward Island and be with um, um, Lawrence Krauss. Okay. Because Lawrence Krauss and his family was planning on being with me and my family for the eclipse in Newfoundland. And um, uh, Lawrence Krauss wrote to us a few months ago and said, what the fuck are we thinking? It's, a, it's, it's fucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the scientists among us going, what the fuck? Newfoundland's cold. And supposedly the, um, I mean, supposedly, <laughs> now I'm questioning everything. The path of the eclipse, so they say. <laughs> If you believe there's a moon, go yeah. on. <laughs> um, we'll uh, we'll also cut a nice swarth. Swarth the word I want. Swarth is exactly the word you don't want. Okay, swath, 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 swarth. It would be a dusky appearance, right? <laughs> I think so. No, uh, swath across uh, across uh, Prince Edward Island. So we're probably going to go up there. Okay, great. So uh, yes, sorry, Joseph. Sorry, Joseph, to make you, uh, to embarrass you in front of your travel agent. Yeah, that's tough. And and in your defense, you literally got new information from a scientist and you're adjusting accordingly. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Newfoundland, it was really nice. Yeah, it was so nice. Yeah. And I'd have to understand that April is different from July. Well, you wouldn't think April is still covered in ice. That's what you don't think yeah. about. Yeah. Well, you know. April and July are different in Vegas, mm-hmm. but still not covered in ice in April. No, no. By the way, has anyone else noticed it's wicked hot? 
It came later to Vegas for our meteorologist fans out there. Uh-huh. We we had, we went the most days without triple digit weather mm-hmm. than ever, and then we immediately followed up with uh, three heat advisories in a row, yeah. which was a real comeback, <laughs> a real <laughs> a real good announcement. Like the Golden Knights. <laughs> Coldest, uh, hottest, uh, hottest day in the world in the world. Yeah, in recorded uh, history, which is not that long. Mm-hmm. Recorded history is like what a hundred years less. I think so. But uh, still, amazing, uh, amazing that the Earth is uh, really is warming. Yeah, I have I have a lot to answer for. You know, I was uh, I wanted to see more evidence of uh, global warming. You know, twenty years ago. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Did you read the secret? Did you manifest? Yeah, I sentence? manifested it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a uh, yeah. It's uh, it's bad shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you hear about this weatherman who was talking about the heat and there was getting death threats from from right wingers who say that the climate change is a hoax, and so the when weathermen get death threats. I don't understand. I, I I did not growing up. You heard about like civil rights and all these fights and and, and then you know those big Earth days and all those kinds of things happening. I did not expect a a, a full relapse. Yeah. In in the country, I didn't think I would grow up in a more uh, fighting for ignorance <laughs> thing era. It's yeah. Weird. It really is weird. It's just it's just unbelievable, and uh, the noose keeps tightening on Donald Trump. Yeah, and I still don't believe it. I don't just, believe it either. Yeah, I don't, I don't even it. get caught up. I can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. But McDonald's continues to feed him bad food. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm a. I'm a flat earther when it comes to Donald Trump's indictments. <laughs> <laughs> People can tell me all the evidence they have in the world. My fingers are in my ears. La, 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 la. I, I can't. He's our next president. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Until I hear otherwise, he's our next president. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't. <laughs> Won't get fooled again. You know, it's like you keep putting your beach chair down and then the tide keeps coming in kind of thing. <laughs> I've moved my beach chair too many times. <laughs> I'm not you, going to the beach anymore. Yeah, your beach, your beach chair is now five blocks away at Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. I feel I'm safe here. Yeah, I'll have a decaf americano, <laughs> iced. I'll sit here and kind of smell the ocean. That's it. That's it. No way. Can't do it. <laughs> I think. So, what are you up to, Matt Donnelly? I have been. Uh, well, we're coming up on a new season of Fool Us, and we have an announcement, right? Have we made the announcement. I don't yet? know if we talked about this on air or not. No. But there's no more Allison Hannigan. No. For those of you who love Allison Hannigan, and we're among them, yeah, uh, we will no longer have Allison Hannigan to kick around anymore. No, 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 no. And we have a new, brand new host. Brand new host, Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke, which is really fun to say. Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we had a, a zoom call with her mm-hmm. the other day after, uh, after, uh, one of our managers showed his incredible incompetence at zoom. <laughs> Bre- breathtaking incompetence. <laughs> and then Brooke came in and Brooke is a star. Yes. You now I can tell she's a star when we were doing zoom with her. Everyone else had one, one <laughs> camera. She had two. Yes. She had a two camera shoot. On her Zoom she call. She couldn't hear us on her laptop. So she also called them with her phone so she could hear us. 
You, you believe in that? <laughs> I'm believing Brooke Burke is a very attractive human being. Yeah. And I'm thinking she's saying, everybody else is struggling to get one angle that's tolerable. Look at me. I look good from here and from here. You want to know whether I'm, whether I'm ready for hosting? I know where my cameras are. Yeah. I can work on multiple cameras, even I, on Zoom call. I have two of them. I'll take this Same one down call. camera two. I'll take this on camera one. Oh, so you want to know the importance of people on this project? Yeah. I'm twice as important. And Andrew was with Lincoln in the same yeah. box. So we know that they are half as important <laughs> as the people that Brooke is twice as important as. But Brooke uh, seemed wonderful, didn't she? Yes. Were you optimistic? Very. Very optimistic. I mean, you know, she did Dancing with the Stars for years. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, Wild On and a bunch of other shows. And I think she's just a What was that other one? Wild On is where she started. That was when, when we were young. When E! first came, became a television network. Mm -hmm. Wild On was, was a show where uh, she would go around to, like, these crazy cities around the world and interview people. And it was kind of like a travel show. It was called Wild On. So it'd be like Wild On... You know, oh, wow. Cabo, Wild on wow. whatever. Cabo's probably the best choice. <laughs> the most exotic city. Yeah. yeah. Cabo. Because you're thinking it's exactly like the big sphere we have here in Vegas, and you go, people are going to play there. How about you too? <laughs> if you want to know. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. And then you're done. <laughs> Wild on Cabo. We're done. And I say that, Brooke. Letting you know yeah. that we were done with the concept of fool us halfway through year one. <laughs> and now we're going on year 11, which they call year 10. Yes. Yeah. It's bothersome. It's really bothersome. And I tell people we're in the 11th season. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. CW calls it season 10. And we go, yeah, but it's the 11th season. They go, yeah, but you know, CW calls it 10. It was season seven because, you know, a lot of the shows, they split them into two different, including Dancing with the Stars, mm -hmm. uh, The Voice. A lot of those people started doing this, the two rounds yeah. a year. We did that once in season seven. Yeah. And it's fucked up our ability to count. <laughs> You're saying there's two? <laughs> yeah, you just add another one. So 10 becomes 11. You know why? Because addition is commutative. Yeah. Because we did twenty episode, twenty four episodes in in season seven, so we call it season seven A and season seven B. This year, season ten, we're doing twenty episodes. That's one season. Yeah. Cause, so I could fix this. <laughs> How are you going to do that? CW operates in base eleven. <laughs> <laughs> we are going at the end of this. Yeah. We will have finished season twelve. By the way. <laughs> They're calling it season 10. Yeah. We're finishing season 12. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Yes. But it's very exciting. Yeah. Longest running magic show in history, I guess, in on, on the Until television. On that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. David Segal. <laughs> Let's tell David Segal the New York Times long most successful magicians in the history of the world. Most famous. <laughs> when Houdini was barely known. Ben and Teller were already famous. Yes. I took a, one shot in that Zoom meeting, and it was only to make Andrew laugh, but I asked if uh, Brooke was comfortable saying the word prestidigitation. And she pronounced it perfectly. Boom. Right away. Right away. Prestidigitation, no problem. Kept repeating it. Didn't even say, what What was it again? She just kept repeating. What's yeah. prestidigitation? Yeah. Uh, Allison Hannigan would not say it, not even to me. Mm -hmm. if I, I And so I had a dollar bet every year with Andrew that I, I would try to get her to say it on prompter. And mm -hmm. just if she even attempted it, Andrew owed me a dollar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I paid Andrew a dollar every season. <laughs> 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 it's 
it's, there was a, it was a fine ending to a 10 year bit or a CW would say a nine year bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it in like, remember when, uh, uh, Michael Jackson was doing a TV special and then he said he was being paid. $50 million and HBO said, yeah, $50 million. Everybody said, yeah. And it wasn't $50 million, but it's in everyone's best interest to lie in that direction. Right. right? Like when Lance Burton signed his contract at the Monte Carlo, yeah. I'm going to get $150 million contract. Yeah. They went, sure. And he went, sure. And they all went like that. All we're trying to do is say the actual number of seasons <laughs> we've done and the CW will not back us. <laughs> You know, this is a successful show on our network, but don't don't let them get too successful. Don't let them get too big for their britches. Who else does that? Who else? What other network is saying, oh, American Idol? Yeah. We've only done, we've done one less season than people think. <laughs> Who else has done that? I won't go on record as more than four. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's even crazier. And you know, Chris Angel, who's got a show on the CW, he's in season eight. <laughs> and he did one of the lowest rated seasons in the history of television. But now it's they're going to call it season eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's even crazier is you said you were done with season one. You were probably putting together one of your best season lineups of tricks you've done. I think so. I it's think crazy. so. Yeah. And boy, I don't know how we ever did that, Hondro. I have no idea <laughs> how we were able, Hondro, to come up with Hondro, all these. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> trying to, to think, think of what has actually changed, Hondro, that made <laughs> us be able to come up, Hondro, with better tricks, Hondro. What, what could that have possibly, because it's a total mystery to me. It's the exact same people, plus Hondro. It's the exact same people what could have possibly changed? What was the inspiration, Hondro, that struck our hearts? <laughs> Hondro and I got an idea when we were in Spain together. Mm -hmm. uh, we, even though we were working hard on this show, we compared our notebooks. Mm -hmm. we, we were just, uh, Hondro every, has two notebooks. Yeah. And every day he writes one movie idea and one magic idea. Every day? Every day. Just like a paragraph. Yeah, yeah, but still, that's impressive. Every day. And I have my notebook where I write ideas all the time. So just for kicks, while we were waiting for uh, his family to cook us a wonderful supper, mm. oh, they make this um, this potato green bean uh, stew that is such a wonderful food. It's like a, it's like a New England boiled dinner, but it's in Valencia, <laughs> uh, and no cabbage and no corned beef. While we were waiting for that, we just opened up our notebook, so to speak. Mm. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. And we, no, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Because <laughs> the other is, is a violation of privacy. We had, and this was really startling to both of us, we both had the same idea written down for a magic trick that we'd never seen or heard about. We both had it. And we both had different notes on the same idea. So I told Teller about it, and Hondra and I wrote back and forth after we after we left Spain, yeah. and we brought Teller into it. And Hondra, I haven't seen it yet. Hondra just sent me a WhatsApp because you know he's not American. Yeah, uh, he sent me a WhatsApp. He said I tried the idea we talked about at a magic convention uh, that I was just at. I want you to see the reaction. Hondra would not be sending that to me if the reaction was booing. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I, indifference. I've got a feeling that this is a killer idea. Wow. And it'll be interesting to somebody, I guess me, yeah. that Hondra was doing an entirely different, it's the same trick, mm -hmm. some of the same effects, but the take on it is entirely different. Really? Entirely. I'm doing a um, serious intellectual approach to it. Yeah. And Hondra's doing it full out clown. And we're doing the same bit. Wow. So it'll be interesting, you know, uh, uh, how it plays. Uh, I like it so much. I want to shoehorn into this season of Fool Us, but that's a mistake because this will be so good live that it'll be much better in the future. Yeah. And if there's a season 13 <laughs> or 11, depending on how you count a Fool Us. Yeah, yeah. And, and why wouldn't there be? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Because uh, every magician in the world's been on three times. <laughs> That's not important. <laughs> That's not a, it, I mean, you know, you 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 got in on this weird this weird level of TV yeah. years ago. Hundred episodes, you've just been like, when are we putting a bow on it? And we're going to syndicate it. Yeah, you know. Now it's like, what the hell else can I put on this slot that'll make people stop flipping channels? Yeah. Basically, no one watches AGT compared to how they used to watch AGT. Right. But. What it does get is some audience, which is like, what, what do you put on there for two hours? I don't look at our ratings much, right. but I see like the ratings for like Tucker Carlson, yeah, things like that, and they go through. We're double that, yeah, yeah, all the time, yeah. You know, we see other shows that are on that people are talking about. We are we're always double it. Not to we mention have a lot of people watching uh, Fool Us, and not to mention it, your the YouTube penetration of that show is crazy. Yeah. And I can tell because people say, I love Fools. I watch it all the time. They name all these tricks. And then I bring up the name Hondro or Helen Coglin, and they go, who? And because Helen doesn't upload her stuff to YouTube and Hondro doesn't upload her stuff to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting to see people who say they're diehard fans yeah. and don't. Well, they're, they're two people that, f the only two people that follow the rules. Is that right? That's right. And you. Because yeah. every year I sit down with Glenn. I'm like, everyone does it, Glenn. And when I search for Penn and Teller tricks, I can't find them. I can only find Foolish tricks. Please put Penn and Teller's tricks from yeah. Foolish on the air. You own them. Yeah. The people who, because <laughs> he goes, it says in the contract, your contract's with Andrew. He's right there. <laughs> your contract is with 117 Productions. Yeah. Ask Pete and Andrew if they don't want your shit on YouTube. They're not going to say no. <laughs> I do it once a year. I beg Glenn to put your user stuff on YouTube. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't do that. No, you don't. You don't no. break the rules. We follow the rules, which is <laughs> which is uh, which is crazy. And uh, Hondro follows the rules. But as well. you, sorry, you <laughs> asked me about me, and I did my job as a proper co-host, and I made it about you. But can you ask me again? <laughs> what are you up to? I am about to go on a tour that you're producing. <laughs> so I'm producing this tour. Yeah, let's talk about me. <laughs> The Foolers is doing a uh, what's going to end up being about a twenty-five date tour. Wow! For over for over all different cities, or? all different cities, all different cities. You You're go going on the road. I'm going on the road. I'm going legit. Going to be living on a tour bus. Now you've never gone on the road. Before. I've never done a tour bus before. I've only flown around with Piff. We did. We were we were weekend warriors. Uh -huh. Where we would check in nine nine checked bags, trying uh -huh. to get it on two carts at an airport into one rental vehicle. Uh -huh. I've done that with Piff. That's always fun with a dog. But this is legit, uh, no, on the road. Oh, and a tour bus. Yeah, 12-person touring van with lounges and bunks and, you know, whatever Wi-Fi is available, that's it. And we're going from city to city to city starting uh, the second weekend of September. And this is you? 
Yeah. Vinny. Yeah. Vinny Grosso. Yeah. Uh, 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 Alex. Alex Ramon. We have to get in here. We have to bring Alex in for yeah, interview. Yeah. I like I like Alex. Yeah. yeah. And of course. Uh, uh, Jessica Jane. Oh, and she would be great in here too. I I I love Jessica. I, mean, I would. We'll just say the word circus in front of both of you, and then that'll be two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I love Jessica Jane. She's I just a, love her. A incredible worker. That's she's, she's killing on the show. I was psyched. It was so fun to work on a show with these guys for a week in, in three cities, and I'm psyched to go back and and rejoin them. And it'll be that. so interesting to talk to you after 25 cities <laughs> when you hate every one of them. With an absolute purple passion. It'll be like, uh, yeah, I was out with Alex fucking Ramon. Yeah, that'll be what it's like, right? Yeah, he'll, become, he'll become Alex fucking Ramon to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spilled coffee in the fucking tour bus, didn't clean it up. Likes oil and vinegar on everything. <laughs> Boy, Vinny's sounds he makes when he eats. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Does Jessica Jane have to tap her foot so loudly when she's listening to her headphones? <laughs> why Why do you have to tap your foot? You're not keeping time. The musicians are doing that. Just listen. <laughs> I, by the way, am bringing up all complaints that were called into me from the Velvet Underground. <laughs> from the Velvet Underground's tour bus. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Lou Lou was busted on a rock and roll tour bus for tapping his foot too much to the music in his headphones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> John Cale was not happy with that. Don't tap your foot, man. No, I think <laughs> Mike Mills, your, your co-producer, yeah. Yeah. Mills Entertainment, got a bus with two lounges. Okay. You can do an extra bedroom or whatever, mm -hmm. and he went with two lounges. And I think for that very purpose of like, I'll be riding the back today. <laughs> now, are you going to sleep on the bus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's bunks enough for you? There's bunks, 12 bunks. I don't know if all 12 are full. Uh, and how many people are going with you? I don't know the full... the full. Four performers and probably, what, three crew people? Yeah, I think about three or four crew. Stage manager, lighter, light, lighter. Lighter. <laughs> Just the guy with the lighter. Anyone smoking? Like, no, no one smokes, man. <laughs> I got the lighter right here. I know. I'm I all know set. you do. I'm all set for the lighter. <laughs> you do. Uh, maybe if you want to have, uh, you want to light some fireworks? No, we have punk. <laughs> We have punk. We don't need your lighter. <laughs> um, yeah. So the full the full crew and and all of us. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm thrilled. What are the 25 cities? I will uh, get them out right now. Why don't you get them? Whip them out. Whip them out. Whip, whip them out. What am I doing? I'm going to foolerslive.com. Foolerslive.com. Foolers. That's where you'd want to be. Foolerslive.com. Yeah. Are tickets on sale already? No. Tickets are on sale already. Oh, really? For 16 of the 25 days. I got to schedule it at more dates. So I know more dates will be announced as okay. it goes. Okay. But uh, but right now we're, we're starting off in York, PA. We're actually building the show there uh, for a week and then doing the show that Friday. Good. Heading over to Utica. Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Nashville, Indiana, Davenport, Indiana, Cedar Rapids, Indiana, Wichita, Kansas, Louisville, Kentucky. My wife's coming to that show, and it's her birthday, and my kids will be there. Uh, then we're going to Englewood, New Jersey, baby. Yeah. Jersey. Worcester, Mass. Worcester? You're playing Worcester? We're playing a Worcester. Oh, that's great. You know, the uh, Worcester's kind of where, uh, where uh, Flicks takes place, the, oh. uh, the Annie, the Annie uh, Baker play. Nice. Stanford, Connecticut. When you get to, when you get to Worcester, yeah. okay, I want you to talk to a few people outside and say, "Oh, that's where I've heard Ben talk like that before." <laughs> you will hear people talk like me in Worcester. Oh, but after Stanford, Connecticut, we're going to Lowell. Oh, Lowell, Lowell, Mass. Jack Kerouac. Yeah, Jack Kerouac. That's yeah. right. 
Buffalo, New York. Are you going to visit Jack Kerouac's grave? I hope so. I'm sure whatever whatever Kerouac something they have there, I'm definitely going to it. Buffalo, New York, and Concord, New Hampshire. More dates will be announced, but go to Fooler's Life and get on their mailing list if you just sign up there. You get essentially the Rolling Thunder review tour. Yeah. That's where Dylan was going in 75. You got- I love all of it. I think, yeah. And we're going to these, these, these towns that are a little off the, the, the path, and I love it. And how big are the theaters about? They're all about 1,000 seats. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, with different different challenges to different material as each, each we approach each theater, but it's going to be super fun. Well, I'm Unrelated gonna, to this, I'm going to need some time off if you let Glenn know. <laughs> <laughs> you now, already went to the Fools and didn't tell me. Yeah, oh, know, yes, yes. We haven't asked actually, the episode yet. Actually, yeah. when we were in Spain, yeah. uh, Glenn said to me, what are the chances that Ready Rich shows up at one of these shows <laughs> and doesn't tell us? And I said, well, I don't think he can fly transatlantic. Yeah. You, you can't do that, right? Ready? Correct. Right. I will die. Yeah. If you could fly transatlantic, you would have shown up, wouldn't you? If I could drive, I would definitely show up. And not told us. Yes. If I didn't have two children, I would have been in Spain. It was, uh, it was something. Andro said he went to a magic convention, and he said the whole magic convention was split into people who'd seen it and people who wanted to have seen it. <laughs> he said it was just all the chatter. He was very proud of himself. Because I was saying I was having some postpartum yeah. depression. And, uh, and, uh, Hondro said, uh, you wouldn't, if you were with me, he said, it's, it's, the show is completely alive in these people's minds. So that made me, that made me happy. Now, uh, you asked me, you asked me about what I was up to and I made it about you. You have to ask me again. Okay. What are you up to? I got a solo tour uh-huh. before I joined the Foolers, before really? Foolers start. Now, when does Foolers start? <laughs> Foolers starts August 2nd. August. Wait a minute. Foolers starts August 2nd? No, 2nd? no. Foolers starts uh, September 14th. September 14th. Yeah. Fool Us starts August Fool 2nd. Fool Us season whatever. Foolers. Yeah. Starts September? Uh, 14th. So you're just finishing up uh, Fool Us and then you're flying out to Foolers right away. Basically, yeah. Does the bus have a name? Not yet. Because, you know, the famous tour bus in the 70s yeah. was Fido. Yeah. Spelled with a P-H. Yeah. And an E-A-U at the end. Mm-hmm. Fido. Yeah. Um, which was Frank Zappa's tour bus, which is supposed to be the best tour bus. And it's the one that Dylan took. When he went around uh, New England. So I'll find out if it doesn't have a name. You'll name it. And if not, we'll name it. We'll That'll name be the first thing we'll do. And maybe you write on the side of it in big letters, Chris Angel has a question. <laughs> <laughs> but before Fool Us starts, I'm doing one East Coast little tear. I'm playing Baltimore. Balmer. Balmer. Shroudsburg, PA. Stroud, yep. Yep, Shroudsburg, PA at the Sherman Theater. I'm playing Greenmount Station in Hempstead, Maryland. Cult Classic Brewing in Kent Island, Maryland. Capitol Hilton in Washington, D.C., Smoke and Mirrors in Philadelphia, PA. So go ahead and check those. The, the, those that's, a, that's a big tour. It is. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, what kind of places are those? Uh, some places are little magic theaters in the big cities, and, and some of them are bigger theaters in the smaller towns. So you're always the same size fish, just the pond changes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. But that's all happening July 22nd through July 29th. You go to mynoodler.com for those tour dates, especially Shroudsburg. It could use a little love over in Shroudsburg. I sold out two of them already, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, get over to Shroudsburg, and then I'm going back to Elkton, Maryland as well. Um, you love playing. playing there. I know they just they like me over there, and and then so yeah. But this is this is with a it's a it's a, a help fundraiser for the fire station they're doing down there. But I'll be in uh, Elkton on July 23rd. How are they gonna? Don't get don't fall in with the firemen. I know they'll never pick you out. 
You'll never, they'll say, this is where you belong. No one's ever looked more like a fireman than you. <laughs> I'm going to dress like a baseball player. So I'm going to do anything without the <laughs> cheerleader outfit. The cheerleader outfit, just to make sure I can't fit in or whatever. As soon as I go like, oh, oh you know, uh, what do you put in that chili? Oh, no, it's over. It's over. <laughs> is that smoked paprika or regular paprika? Oh, and then I never leave. It's the end. <laughs> well, the congratulations. Uh, yeah. Now, how are you doing this tour? Is this by car? I'm, I'm flying out. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be by car. And uh, I'll basically, my brother lives in, in Ken Island, Maryland. So I'm just staying with my brother and driving in and out uh, from his place. And totally alone? Uh, no, uh, uh, Jobeth from Elkton Magic, Jobeth Bowers, he does, he, he's doing his judgmentalist routine. He's a lawyer turned mentalist. Uh -huh. So he's judgmentalist. He'll be opening for me the majority of those places. So you'll be traveling in the, in the car together? Yeah, yeah. Telling stories? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's going to be great. My action, my family's going to fly out uh, for some of it and- Spend time with my brother who's got a boat on the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, you, you're, you're living the life, aren't you? I'm, I'm trying to make it one good thing. Yes. Yeah, good, 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 good. And then nice. you're, you're excited about working with Brooke Bart? I am. I am. It's interesting to write for a new voice. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's exciting after however many seasons I've been writing for before us. <laughs> <laughs> Some say 10. To be writing for a new voice, is, it's a totally different deal and it's fun. And uh, yes, I've just been watching her her dancing uh, with the stars clips, trying to get that kind of rhythm in my head, and it's fun to reshape how the show's going to sound. And is there any way you can sum up the differences in styles from Allison to Brooke Burke? Well, Brooke Burke is like very, she comes off like such a seasoned pro, you know? And so with Dancing with the Stars, that show felt big. And so it's exciting to think about making Foolis feel like big and mm -hmm. prestigious, you know? Allison was very like friendly. She was a great like very down home. Yeah, and she was like she was definitely like what was great. It was always fun to write for her as the voice of the audience. If I can mm -hmm. if I can take what people think might be thinking at home, and and give her a cute turn on that for a welcome back or something like that. It was, I felt like that was putting her in the best light and the show in the best light with her mm -hmm. and with Brooke. I think right now until I figure it out until she says I hate these. It's I think it's like making this the 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 event. The black shiny floor. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, she just makes, you know, her stuff with Dancing with the Stars is so, like, great and big and glowing. That's pretty cool. So uh, that's what I'm leaning into right now. Good, good. Well, I liked her. I liked her. Oh, yeah. yeah I liked I liked both of her windows. On Zoom. <laughs> I, I could barely pull off my one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be really cool. And I know you have some bits planned for her and stuff. It's going to be super. Yeah, we're doing actually, we're doing more with her than we did with Allison. Isn't that weird? First time out. But yeah. We are. We've got to, we got to, we're going to, we're going to teach her a trick to do for us. Well, that's the other thing that's exciting for the show. If you go back to Allison's early seasons, she was just the best person to ask to do a magic trick because she was blown away by everything. Yeah. You know? She got grossed out so many times that she was so skeptical. And really, by the last season, she was going, is that just a double lift and a top change? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you learn stuff. <laughs> you got that from David Williamson, yeah? <laughs> That's a turn on the Williamson thing. I know his book's unpublished, but uh, not, not in print anymore, but I think you got that from that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's exciting that you'll be. Yeah. And then you're on the road. How long? From sub September? Through October 15th. Based September 10th through October 15th. So just a month tour. Yeah. About, yeah, about five weeks. And yeah. moving a lot. That, yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, it's something I always dreamed about. And it's funny that only now where it's like really feels weird to leave my children for that long. Does it, does it actually feel weird? But, uh. Yeah. Well, it's a godless universe full of pain. <laughs> 
no, but it's something I always dreamed about doing. And uh, it turns out it's really hard to do with improv and much easier to do with magic. Are you going to bring an acoustic guitar along and just um, <laughs> do the, the jam sessions from the bus? I'm actually, well, I hope they don't mind. I'm working on my circular breathing, so I'm bringing a didgeridoo. <laughs> a didgeridoo. <laughs> no, I would say things that you must pack for a bus tour with other people. Yeah. A didgeridoo and bagpipes. <laughs> just... It calms me. <laughs> oh, are I don't know. Gas stop? I oh. don't. I don't know what it is, but every morning at four a.m., <laughs> I just gotta play the bagpipes. They can't tell, but I am playing Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all praying for you to get that lung infection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm working on a new bit for it, uh, and, and we're working on your bits for it, and it's uh, it's going to be a really fun show. Oh, that's right, because you're going to put are – you, aren't you putting a nail gun or something? I, be, uh, yeah, I believe so. Wow. That seems nuts, but I, but it actually came up uh, with a meeting about different challenges to different theaters. That, 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 that trick solves a lot of problems, if that's in the show. Well, yeah, except you have to do it. No, I mean, it doesn't solve my problem. You know, you'd be doing it? I think, well, yeah, unless you want someone else to do it. No, no, just, let me just tell you something. <laughs> you know how good Hondro is? Yeah. You know, he's working every day on it and he can't do it. Uh, just so you know. I know. I mean, that's basically, yeah. I'm working on it from the monologue perspective. And then I just, after Fool Us, your brain, Fool Us raps is going to be nothing but that. Your brain will explode. Having just done it in Spanish. I bet. I bet it's going to explode. It's worth it. <laughs> it's one of the greatest routines. It's one of the greatest routines, and it and for the tour, it, there's a danger element to it, which is helpful. Yep. And it, well, a danger element, which is helpful to the show, less helpful to you. Not helpful to my testicles or neck. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I've been trying to get a vasectomy anyway. I imagine it's going to be a lot of work, but I want to do that work. I think it's going to be unbelievable. And as someone who I believe will spend the rest of my life as a pen and teller uh, zealot and ambassador, <laughs> might as well uh, have that feather in my cap as well. <laughs> so I'll do that. Yeah. Well, that, that's, it's, you know, uh, Glenn was really happy with the show. Yeah. I really liked the way it came together too. And you'd be it, very happy to know that Hondro was saying that his trick you do in the show, yeah. the battle of wishes. Yeah. He was saying, boy, Matt's really good at that. It's so fun. That's so fun. That's like, it's really as if Hondro wrote a trick for me on that one in terms of my skill set and my abilities or whatever. But Hondro's biggest problem with that is the giving it set up so people really do write it. He said giving the stations set up. That's if, hard, lobbies, that if lobbies are small, it's hard. No, yeah. If you, go, if you go to the Fooler's show, we spend a lot of the slide presentation just Selling. reminding, please yeah. fill us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening up one sheet and it's blank is funny. Opening up two and it's not funny. <laughs> so, yeah. But that trick's great. It's super fun. And Chad Rabinowitz, uh, the director, he really wanted it to feel like a group putting on a show and not like, here's this guy, now there's this person, now there's this trick, now there's that trick. So he really set up a lot of interplay, which made me do a lot of improv and rehearsals. That was a lot of fun and a lot of it stayed in the show. So, But this, it feels like a bigger group presentation of magic. So who do you think uh, will crack first on the bus? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I'm the rookie, so I got to say, the money's got to be on me. I have to be the highest odds. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving two children behind. No one else is doing that. Yeah. Alex is bringing his dog. Big X factor on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything cracks Jessica Jane Peterson. No. Nothing cracks. So, like, that's no. that's the most. That's, those, those, that's like 40 to 1 odds on yeah, Jessica yeah, Jane. Know, yeah. And Vinny may walk on the bus cracked. <laughs> 
That's me. But Vinny's done the tour bus thing and he loves it. Okay. And he's tour managed and this time he's just, he's just talent. So okay. I think he's got that going for him. I keep making a case for me, I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause Alex is ringling, right? Yeah. Yeah. You travel a goddamn train with clowns. Yeah. 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 You're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I got the the fam coming out about three quarters of the way through, which I think helps. Yeah, we'll see. I know you sleep with your feet towards the towards the driver. Is that right? Yeah, because if they hit the brakes, you don't want your head going into the wall. You want oh, your yeah. feet going into the wall. There's think you learn little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that you want a top bunk because when people walk by, that can start to kick up and collect dust, and that was a disgusting thought to me. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Yeah, the bottom book can also be claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm really actually worried about is I do, I am a little claustrophobic with stuff, but I'll figure that out. I'll sleep on the couch and wiggle my feet and, and annoy everyone. You'll sure like it very much when the venues have showers. Well, that's, we, even we went, the places we went uh, on the first three tours, the great, when you play, I'm not used to these larger theaters. <laughs> when you go to these larger theaters, they often have laundry facilities, shower facilities. Yeah, I've seen you, I've seen you in, in, performing in a laundry room. <laughs> exactly. Some, some of the bucket shows, <laughs> yeah, some of the bucket shows, <laughs> I've seen you in pipe and drape and little else. They brought, they brought me to the, to the to the green room. I was like, "So is this where we're, we're doing the show here for everyone <laughs> gathering? Oh, we're gonna do this style seating yeah. in this venue? Okay, good. good. It's be like a couple couches, and <laughs> easy chairs. Good, I'll be okay over here. And that's where the drinks are for the uh, for the audience. Yeah, no, you're in the green room. <laughs> Does someone sell those? Or is there like a bucket there or what? <laughs> Not everything economically can be solved with a bucket, Matt. <laughs> There are other ways of commerce. <laughs> Didn't you buy a metamorphosis rig? <laughs> I did. I did have a metamorphosis rig. I, I bought it and sold it back. I do have a suspension rig in my garage that my wife is thrilled about that I have no plans for. You just threw me with a claustrophobia thing. Oh, to be briefly claustrophobic is fine. Like I'll pack into a gondola or something. So you were absolutely fine on the Titanic submarine. <laughs> oh, God. That was brief enough. <laughs> There are multiple stories of warning signs where that thing was stuck for hours and other journeys before the tragic one. Yeah. Nightmare. The tragic one? I think every journey it had was tragic. <laughs> but, you know, they're like, well, it was out of control. We couldn't find it for a couple hours that time. Then we went out again. What? <laughs> you can't lose a sub in, I don't know, the fucking ocean. <laughs> it's pretty big last I checked. Yeah, it, we're so used to things not being lost. Yeah. You know, GPS and stuff. Yeah. You know. The modern world. Yeah, we don't think it's possible. But. I drive I, I drive home f friends of my son. Yeah. I was driving home a friend of his after, yeah. after she saw a movie with him and then saw her show. And I was thinking, there's no way she would ever get home if yeah. we didn't have GPS. I couldn't follow directions from somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what that was like. Well, I do remember that I never got anywhere. <laughs> right. People had to drive me. Having to track your friend down on the phone, on their home phone, so they could give you directions for when yeah. you're going to meet them later. Yeah. In the week. Yeah. And having a time. Yeah. And then stopping by a gas station and being like, my friend said to go left when I saw the big red mailbox. 
Do you know if there's a big red mailbox around here? Yeah, and where the uh, where the drugstore used to be. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> to take a left where the drugstore used to be. What's a Krausers? <laughs> it's 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 ama- I don't know how I don't know how we ever met for dinner. <laughs> it's amazing, right? How do we ever do that? It's amazing. It seems impossible. Yeah, it seems impossible. So on the road. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. That show is so cool. I mean, I, I'm. It's funny. Everybody brings it up. I'm in a box in one of the tricks in the mm-hmm. show. You are, and it's yeah. supposed to be an amazing moment. <laughs> it's a pretty fun. It's a great moment. I'm uncomfortable there, but not for claustrophobic reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that stuff doesn't. That stuff's super fun. It's been. It's it, it's so cool. There's so many. I'm we get. I'm getting to do Penn and Teller tricks, and they're really cool to do. They seem like they'd be awesome to do, and they are. Okay. And it turns out these road tested, awesome routines in front of hundreds of people from <laughs> Broadway to Vegas. Turns out that's a great way to test the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a fine way. A few thousand a times. A few thousand times in front of. In front of audiences from all over the world. Seems like it's a great way to figure out if a trick's worth moving on to a couple other guys. Uh, <laughs> good. Totally good. Good, good. We're doing a couple shows somewhere. Uh, the end of this month, we're in yeah. uh, we're in Jersey and we're in D.C., I think. Yes. If you go to penteller.com, you should go to the Penteller tour dates there. But yeah, I believe do A couple tour dates. When you're, I'm actually missing you in D.C. by two days. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm doing a show on the 20, 29th and you're doing it two days later. Oh, or 28th geez. and you're doing it two days later. Will there be any audience left for us? <laughs> Playing the Capitol Hilton, my friend. Really? Green room, laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I think yeah. we, I think we covered it. Uh, I think we can say uh, that was Ben Sunday School. That was Ben Sunday School. Cha cha cha. You become naked. Uh, less than a year to the eclipse. Less yeah. than a year. Who knows where you're watching it? I do. <laughs> Prince Edward Island is where I'll be, I think. Call your travel agent. We know we love you. Got anybody to thank there, uh, Matt Donnelly? Yes, I want to thank the people who keep this show going over at patreon.com slash pen. That's Kelly McCauley, Corey Mitchell, Robin Garnett, jlbusinessadvisors.com, love Tom and Julie Lynn. The first part's a web address. The second part's just kindness. Ovi Dimitrian Jr., Jeremy R22, Winter Ryakowski, Kristen Kledick, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scoop Little, Joe Mastrangelo, Jeremiah Jenkins, Michael Kaplan, the jelly bean counting idiot, and the luckiest husband in the world. <laughs> Great to hear from you, Michael. Uh, Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Stephen Volcano, Jim the Magician who would love to perform the new Penn and Teller block trick naked, scooped mids, and Paul McBride. Thank you so much. Thank you.